0: It is time to read some poems. I'm Russ.
1: And I'm Lauren.
0: Hello, Lauren.
1: I'm going to meta-podcast for a moment. Oh, oh boy. So I was in the car with my friend. Uh, We were coming back from seeing her mom, who lives at the coast, well, in the coast range. And last year, her house uh, almost burned down with the fire. And uh, the fire stopped like 20 feet from her house. So we stopped and we helped her out with some yard work. And then as... We were coming home. She was playing a mix of podcasts that she made for her mother to listen to, oh. and so we were. I was. We were listening to this podcast, and then this one started up with this guy who was like ranting about Canada geese, and I was really confused. And I was like, "Who is this?" And she said, "That's your podcast," <laughs> and I realized it was you, Russ. You were ranting about Canada geese. And it was a, it was a strange thing. It was uh, long enough ago that I had forgotten about that particular Canada Goose rant, because we have ranted about them a few times. But And also, it, it was out of context, so it wasn't on any of my stuff. It was in a car where I, I didn't expect to hear our podcast, so I was surprised to hear it and didn't identify it at first.
0: I think it's strange that my voice apparently doesn't translate through the medium of recording.
1: I, I guess not. See, that was strange as I didn't recognize your voice on there even though I think in general I would recognize your voice.
0: It's one of the it's that thing where inside your head your voice is uh, melodic and tonal and carries nuance and meaning and then when you hear a recording it's just ah!
1: <laughs> I've decided at some point I need to get a better microphone that can deal with all my shrieking.
0: Oh, well, you know. <laughs>
1: I mean, I, I I think it's fine that I shriek. I don't have a problem with that. But I, I just want to have one that doesn't like freak out. It, yeah, that doesn't freak out when I shriek.
0: The ones we have are probably the lowest of the slightly good podcasting mics you can have.
1: Yeah, it'll do. But apparently, I'm too high pitched for it sometimes.
0: But as far as a, as far as what you want to spend on a podcasting mic, well, just take your pick because you can name your price and you'll find one for it
1: right and maybe someday i will invest in uh, a better microphone but also like we're doing this for fun we have we're, five we're listeners
0: fun. <laughs> i'll have you know we have a solid dozen
1: oh so twice as many as i thought there were
0: <laughs> so what did they have to say about our podcast nothing 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 at all okay well i suppose nothing is better than something
1: i mean she made faces <laughs> But I couldn't tell what they were about, except for the one part where I was talking about throwing chickens. She then glared at me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, what are you going to say about somebody's podcast when you're hanging out with them? Like, no matter what you say, like, if you compliment them, it'll be like, oh, you're just saying that because I'm listening to it. And if you say this sucks, then, like, well, that's just mean.
0: I feel like me being a contrarian i think i would just take them to task on everything like no matter how innocuous the comment it's like you know (laughs) ecto ecto cooler high c is the best well have i got news for you you son of a bitch it is grape and here's 10 reasons why
1: wow it's been so long since i've had high c is that a beverage anymore
0: i have no idea
1: does it exist
0: sunny delight isn't called sunny delight in canada Sunny D. it's called sunny 10
1: excuse me
0: now I've got to verify I, I I will leave that in but now I've got to verify Sunny Tin.
1: Ten of what?
0: Oh, uh, you know what? I am wrong. It's Sunny Tin in Korea. Okay. And the reason I'm thinking this is because I observed this product in a Korean shop.
1: Okay. So, ten of what?
0: Deliciouses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, maybe we should talk about the Shell Silverstein. 10% fruit juice used as an ingredient. What?
0: I just looked it up. It's 10% fruit juice used as an ingredient. That's
1: the 10. It's the 10% fruit juice. I wouldn't brag about that if I were them.
0: We are barely a product.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, what do you
0: have for us this week? Um, Or am I starting this week?
1: Well, let's start with mine, since if you're doing the poem I think you're doing, it's going to take a while. I'm not. Oh, okay. So this is called "Fred" from out of the cold Caribbean. Into the desert Libyan, there crawled a strange amphibian, and we shall call him Fred. Or you say, let's call him Ted? Or maybe Lou? Or Jed? But I want to call him Fred. You like Maurice instead? Or Barnaby? Or Red? Or Lucifer? Or Ned? Well, anyway, he's dead.
0: (laughs) There's something to be said for, here's a story that ultimately makes no difference. And just arguing the minutiae of nonsense.
1: Right, right. And I think that's the, I think that's what the poem is about. And I mean, there are other ones that Shell has about that as well. Like, someone came into the school and they were like, I done growed another head. And someone said, and the teacher was like, it's grew. It's just like, maybe there's something more important here, you know?
0: It has the feel of a shaggy dog story, but without any of the buildup. Like, it's almost like an anti-shaggy dog story.
1: Yeah, they're just like, oh, here's a, an amphibian. Although this would be really quite an amazing thing if this actually happened. Because the Caribbean Sea is saltwater, and you don't really find a ton of amphibians in saltwater these days. And, and there aren't really any amphibians very much in the libyan desert because it's so hot and arid
0: i feel like this pro that this poem exists because shell realized he could rhyme caribbean with libyan and amphibian right and that's all
1: right i mean i that's that's what that's what i know now but i was thinking of when i was first reading this poem and especially how it ends with you know fred is dead (laughs) uh which by the way uh there's a pixie song called ed is dead <laughs> but with it when it ends with okay, whatever he's dead, um what do you think kills him?
0: we <laughs> the, on <laughs> the crushing we of existence
1: Well, I mean, do you think that the narrator killed him because he didn't want to share the naming of the lizard?
0: I feel like the narrator had an interesting story that was going to lead up to Fred's death, but he got bogged down in what they were going to call the thing, and so ultimately it just died and he got sick of trying to tell the story
1: oh because it just took a long time well yeah. i mean uh, if you put in an amphibian in the libyan desert it would die for sure very quickly
0: when i was a kid i had a pet salamander and i did not know how long salamanders live for because apparently if you give them food and water and no predators they can persist like living fossils
1: cool they must have, they have very slow metabolisms
0: Your is this your knowledge? I'm sure you know more about amphibians than I do.
1: I have not read that that amphibians have slow metabolisms, but I'm assuming they have very slow metabolisms.
0: Also, I'm pretty sure this is the only time the phrase cold Caribbean has been used. know
1: everybody's like, oh the Caribbean is so balmy
0: cold caribbean into the desert libyan that's such a it, it, that's a weird turn of phrase and i'm convinced it only exists for reasons of this poem
1: right especially since like there aren't any amphibians in in uh <laughs> in the libyan desert there are some really cool amphibians in the namibian desert or in namibia huh? uh, like the desert rain frog you know the oh, is, that rain the, frog? is that
0: the one that is that the one that goes? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, I woke my cat
0: up. Oh, you did? Oh, she's awake. Well, sort of. She's down again. <laughs>
1: um, I also was excited about this poem because I thought maybe Shell was referring to some very old fossilized amphibian. Like, well, maybe the we, we reason it's like, well, it doesn't matter he's dead is because it was, you know, some amphibian ancestor. And so I looked it up and no, no, that's not it either. There may have been amphibians in the in the Libyan desert when it was a little wetter about 10,000 years ago, but for the most part, there aren't really fossils of amphibians in coming from Libya. They're mostly, uh, like, the first amphibians are coming out of, of Greenland, those fossils.
0: A- amphibians coming out of Greenland?
1: Well, I mean, Greenland, you know, the earth plates moved around and stuff. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yes. So, but Greenland used to be uh, at least balmier.
1: Yeah, yeah. most of the first amphibian fossils are coming out of Greenland.
0: That is for no reason thrilling to me. Here is an unrelated question, but now that Mm. we've brought up fossils, I was puzzling about this the other day, and maybe you know something. Hmm. This is my understanding. Are you familiar with the creature called the coelacanth? Yes. Okay, this is my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong. The coelacanth only exists in the cultural zeitgeist because they thought it was extinct... And then it turned out it wasn't.
1: Is that accurate? Kind of. It's also a very primitive fish. Uh-huh. So it's it's remained in the state that it's in the, from around the time of the first fish to now. Do so rather you, than it, evolving, it has pretty much stayed the same.
0: So here's my question. Do you know why the Japanese are big on the coelacanth?
1: Isn't that enough? is it
0: i had never heard of the thing before japan and then like You're it's see- in songs and stuff have you like, they seen have pictures? t-shirts that just say coelacanth
1: have you seen pictures
0: it's weird looking i, I have a picture up right now it's a weird yeah. looking fish
1: well i mean the fact that it was thought to be extinct and it turned out to be real again i mean it turned out <laughs> to be in existence uh and the fact that it's a very primitive fish that has been pretty much the same thing since early fish they're both pretty wild hmm and it's weird looking
0: <laughs> and it's weird. Looking. Well, but
1: it's weird looking because it's it's so primitive. Yeah, I guess. It's it's
0: like that episode of the Simpsons where Homer goes to visit Australia and he gets all excited because he's going to get to try one of those quote giant Australian beers uh, which I presume is Foster's and the and the bartender goes behind the bar and lifts what has to be a 55 gallon drum of beer and just plunks it on the on the bar. And Homer looks at it and goes, well, it's pretty big, I guess. And, then, <laughs> and that's the feeling where it's like, isn't the coelacanth weird? It's like, yeah, but we have the anglerfish and we have that stupid sunfish thing. And, like, okay, but how many
1: animals in existence today like just didn't evolve? Like they, they've been around for that long and just didn't change.
0: How, how much have like alligators and things changed?
1: Not a lot, but I, like the coelacanth has been around for a lot longer please double check that
0: probably i i think i saw the word devonian in, in its wikipedia entry
1: yeah so that's the same era that the first amphibians were coming out
0: the oldest known coelacanth fossils are over 410 million years old
1: mm-hmm. so the first amphibians would have to exist before the first reptile so it's way older than the than the uh than the crocodile
0: and you can list their accomplishments on the back of a stamp you try surviving millions of years.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that turn of phrase.
1: <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyway, that's Fred.
0: Anyway, that is Fred. I was going to tackle um, The Search. All right, which let's is, do it. Which, which is the last poem in the book. The Search by Shel Silverstein. I went to find the pot of gold that's waiting where the rainbow ends. I searched and searched, and searched, and searched, and searched, and searched, and then, there it was, deep in the grass, under an old and twisty bough. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine at last. What do I search for now?
1: When I was in middle school, I had a band teacher who had the poster "All I Need to Know in Life I Learned from Star Trek," mm. and it said something along the lines. One of the lessons was, "Having is not such a great a thing as wanting," or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. And indeed, that's why that's why I picked this poem because, like, I pretty recently accomplished a pretty big goal, and. Now I feel a little bit rudderless, and I'm not sure, you know, what the next thing to do is, and it, you know, get a get a good job and make money and such like as that. But you know, what what's the goal that going was, to be?
1: The goal was permanent residency, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mo- move to Canada, such as it right, was. Right, right, right. And now it's reality has set back in a little bit, and it's kind of like, well, what happens next? It's, what's that thing? And I found an article that is largely directed, I think, at sports figures. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh this is by a, a an individual called nakagawa tatsuya how to move forward once you have achieved a big goal there are a there's a list uh number one set a new and bigger goal oh goody and i like the feeling of that because it's like first citizenship in canada second prime minister you know or something like that <laughs> i like that number two Move the original goalpost further out.
1: Oh, that's rewarding.
0: Well, it seems difficult as well, where it's like, now I'm going to get a second permanent residency.
1: Or, oh you know, maybe that's the prime minister.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and number three, fulfill an unrelated childhood dream. <laughs> and this wouldn't strike me as so funny without the inclusion of the word unrelated. Huh. Where it's like, okay, you've accomplished this thing. Now I'm gonna go become a fireman.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I was thinking, like, I had goals to like ride unicorns or something like that. Like, (laughs) unrelated childhood.
0: And a lot of your childhood dreams are like this'll be my second Simpsons quote. Be Rainbow Bright. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like when I grow up, I wanna be a superintendent or a caterpillar, you know? Like let's see. Number four. I kid you not. Number four on this list is quit
1: well you've already achieved a goal so like and this is, and i feel
0: like he was just trying to pat it at this point where it's like right. a completed goal does not need to automatically lead to a better one take a uh, break smell the roses and don't worry about rushing into a new big adventure right away if ever again <laughs> okay i love it that's almost zen <laughs> <laughs>
1: just die
0: just like a black market terrible zen yeah you've realized it all now you can be done Yep. fade into fungus (laughs) number five join the community is there any elaboration there yes let's say you completed a marathon or met a weight loss target Uh, Read our Related Guide on Achieving Target Goals. Join or stay with a club you already joined, even if you don't have a current goal, and help others achieve their goals and learn from your experiences.
1: See, this is the most helpful thing this person has said so far.
0: So far, yes. Yeah. Uh, Number six, this is wild to me. uh, we're, We're doing fine, we're doing fine, we're doing fine. Okay, all this makes sense in a strange way. Here is number six on this list. Become a sportscaster.
1: I th- <laughs> In the context that this is in, I think this could just be kind of part of the one above, like, you know, join the community.
0: Thank heavens I've lost my I've reached my goal weight and I've finished a marathon. Now I'm gonna go work for the NFL.
1: As a sportscaster.
0: As a sportscaster. Hello, Troy Aikman and Roger Staubach. I don't know the first thing about your American football, but I'm definitely going to talk about it. <laughs> Become a sportscaster, whether they like it or not.
1: Hey, I mean, anybody can be a sportscaster pat- these days. You just have to set up a YouTube channel or, you know, a podcast. My
0: God, you are correct. I didn't even. I kept thinking traditional routes, but you could do like a. Oh, what was that, like a Riff Tracks thing where it's like you provide your own sports casting over like already established NFL games? God, that would be beautiful.
1: People do that, I'm pretty sure. I'm and sure lastly, people do that.
0: Number seven, don't let it die a slow death. If you are finding that your career has peaked, be careful to avoid becoming a casualty of a slow, painful death. Keep going, change goals, quit or stay involved in a different capacity, but don't achieve your goal and then let things slowly crumble because it could suck the life out of you in the process. What is Ooh. What does
1: that even look like?
0: I'm picturing like a teacher that has been doing it for 35 years and just very much hates it now and okay. has gone from loving kids to hating existence.
1: Okay, that's fair. I was trying to think of, like, in terms of sports, like, do you, does that mean, like, quit playing when you're still good, and, like, don't let you yourself, like, become mediocre because you age? Like, pretty much just don't, like, don't play sports and age? That's...
0: It could be like Hakuho, one of our current Yokozuna, and just keep defying the odds. Oh? No, oh, he's he's one of the current Yokozuna. He, he's, he's that one. Okay. On, on the wall behind me. But he's he's our age, and... Yeah, like, real fucking old. Yeah, he's been at the top of the game for like since 2007. Since 2007 he's been at the top of the game and every year they're like, "Oh, he's going to retire this year." And then he just wins the next tournament. Like a sociopath.
1: Wow. Imagine all <laughs> yeah. that success.
0: Imagine all that success. They hate him though. I mean, it's like cuz it's Japan and he's Mongolian and so any anything he does, they yell at him oh, for. Oh,
1: right. Ugh.
0: This time he got disciplined because he won, he went undefeated and beat his closest competitor in the final match and he did a fist bump and they got mad at him for that. So,
1: a fist bump? Japan. Oh.
0: But yeah, so what was tell uh, tell me about the last big goal that you achieved and had to move on from?
1: Uh, I got my master's degrees way back in 2014. Oh my
0: god, you got I got mine in 2013.
1: Yeah. I'd How's yours
0: like... working out for you? Not at
1: all? No. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if i have achieved any goals since then, Russ.
0: Yeah, no. I feel... There the, there are goals that only make sense to me. Like it, like anyone else that I told about. It's like, I beat Bloodborne. And they're like, what's Bloodborne? I'm like, so what you have to understand. And then their eyes glaze over. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, fine.
1: Well, I think this goes back to what we've been talking about in some of our earlier episodes. That you and I have a hard time knowing what we want. Mm-hmm. And because we don't know what we want, we can't really make goals. And if we can't make goals, we can't achieve them. So we might have done things that other people find, you know, successful. But, you know, they weren't us achieving a goal because we didn't really know what we were going to do them until we did them.
0: Have you ever had anyone make a strange statement to you? Like I, I once had someone tell. I, I might have mentioned on this podcast before, but I used to have uh, someone that I work with. They said to me apropos of nothing one day, "I want your life."
1: Yeah, we have talked about this before, uh, so and I said, are you "Nobody talking wants about." I said, "Nobody wants my life. Everybody I love keeps dying."
0: Yeah, I'm going to a bunny cafe today. Oh yeah! Apparently, you can touch as bunnies just as much as you want to.
1: Bunnies are so soft. That, i that, love that, that. oh, oh my god i love touching are. rabbits
0: i follow an uncomfortable amount of rabbit instagrams
1: i did not know that about you
0: so what's the content for today oh look it's being cute what's it doing well today it's sitting tomorrow it <laughs> might be standing who knows <laughs> it's a wonderland of possibilities
1: which one's your favorite
0: pionkichi-kun
1: oh tell me about them
0: that's his name it's, it's pionkichi and I and I th- what's the name of them the dwar- uh, Netherland Dwarf I think is what they're called. Um, okay, but they're th- they're they're un- unnecessarily small, and they have kind of small ears, but they're small, and so it's kind of proportional a bit. Uh huh. But they always look like babies, like even when they're fully grown, they still look. You you could hold him in the palm of your hand, like the little dude's tiny, oh, but he's goodness. one of the breed. They don't like being touched. It's it's one of the breeds that like shies away from touch, probably because they're the natural prey of everything right and um he he's owned by a japanese person and uh his content is just him like sometimes he's wearing a hat and sometimes he's standing there and uh sometimes he's stretching and i consume it like fruity petals
1: i wonder if they've ever put him next to one of the giant rabbits
0: you know i'm sure that they might have um
1: i want to see that
0: <laughs> I did see I don't think this was Pionkichi, but it was but it was another rabbit that they had paired it was another dwarf netherland dwarf and its girlfriend was like one of the Flemish giants and like Flemish giants are just massive rabbits like they're dog sized you know Yes that's what and, I want to see and so you had this massive bunny like with its big long ears like all lolled over and then tucked right in its crotch was its boyfriend just you know, like all, <laughs> I want to see
1: that one you'll have to send that to me.
0: I will fire that one over.
1: Okay, maybe link it below as well. Well,
0: do you have any uplifting thoughts to leave our listeners with?
1: Rabbits are pretty uplifting.
0: <laughs> Rabbits are pretty well fine. Now I've got to link the cute giant bunny and its tiny boyfriend
1: i'm so sorry i did this to you
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right stay safe everybody